Hello and welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. Each one of us holds great potential, and tapping into that potential is my passion and my mission. Shock Your Potential is a global leadership training company dedicated to creating positive, productive, and profitable workplaces. We develop, nurture, train, and guide leaders at all levels and at all points in their career. Through this podcast, I get to interview amazing leaders who are shocking their own potential and the potential of those around them. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out my two best-selling books, Tell Me More, How to Ask the Right Questions and Get the Most Out of Your Employees, and Sales Mixology, Why the Most Potent Sales and Customer Experiences Follow a Recipe for Success. Join us now as we meet another great guest. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and like us today. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. My guest today is Deanna Beckett. She's an Amazon bestselling author of her book, Cultivating Your Character. And there's a lot of elements uh, that I know that we're going to pull out in this discussion about that. But really, uh, not only does that book talk a little bit about, you know, some of the experiences she's had, but today she helps entrepreneurs gain freedom. And that might be freedom uh, financially, it might be mental freedom, emotional freedom, um, really to move past some of those things, get, get in our own way for reaching our own potential. She's had a number of different uh, fun positions in her life, but I think probably uh, being a, a mother is definitely one of them and homeschooled her two children. God love you. I don't, I can't even imagine doing that. I couldn't wait till I got my son into school. <laughs> uh oh, he's probably watching this. I don't want him to hear that. But uh, now she also has her own, tel uh, not television, her own radio program that's on The Breeze. She lives in North Dakota. And uh, I bet, Deanna, I bet you're as happy as any of the rest of us that spring is finally coming, although I don't know what it looks like right now in North Dakota. I do know what it looks like in Minnesota. So welcome, <laughs> Deanna. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's so exciting. And yes, I am excited for spring. I see uh, one gigantic drift outside my window, but it is melting. <laughs> I'm sorry, we we don't have any snow left in Philadelphia. It was a pretty pretty mild winter in terms of not a lot of snow here, but it was dreary and rainy most of it. So I'm glad to see the sunshine myself. Amen. Well, so tell us a little bit about yourself. I gave you a little bit of an overview from you, but tell tell my listeners about you, a little bit about your backstory, and particularly, you know, what you want to share with us in terms of how you reach potential and what potential means to you. Oh, where do I start? <laughs> My backstory comes from um, born and raised <clears throat> in North Dakota. And, uh, you know, you're, you're raised, you, you think everything's normal, and uh, you, you meet other people and you go, maybe I wasn't raised in such a normal situation, but, you know, you deal with what you got. And uh, when I was in high school, my goal was to become um, a business owner or um, uh, my major was business and I wanted to go on to become a you know, business executive and climb the corporate ladder. Well, my personality has a lot of fun built into it and uh, studying was not one of those focuses when I was uh, <laughs> in college. Partying was the focus. 
Well, many months of partying led to poor decisions. Poor decisions led to um, an unplanned pregnancy. And an unplanned pregnancy meant I had to choose, do I raise this baby on my own because my mom raised me um, after having me out of wedlock? And it was a challenge. And so I chose to give my baby up for adoption. And that was when I was 19 years old. And it's like going through um, losing a child, but knowing that they're still out there. Or I almost compare it to a divorce, which I've never gone through. But you know that that piece of you still walks out, you know, out in the world. And it, uh, it's hard. And so my uh, instant or uh, years of uh, grief uh, turned into anger and bitterness. And I took that out on myself and my self-doubt and my self-esteem really uh, tanked. And so how I came out of that was um, I moved, <laughs> not that the move uh, was the, the big magic thing, but I moved to South Dakota and uh, got married, thank God, uh, and uh, uh, praised my husband all the time that he, he, he wanted to help someone rise up out of the, the darkness as well. But anyway, got involved with some, um, some network marketing businesses, and that is just good for self-development and self-growth, and I started to um, retrain my subconscious is basically what it came down to. And so being able to develop that potential came from retraining my brain. So what potential means to me is, um, you know, what we have buried deep inside of us can be released with uh, focused work, daily habits. And that's what um, I wrote about in my book. Very good. From a, I don't know if I told you this in any of our correspondence thus far, but I am an adopted child. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you one thing, being raised in a family, I was the only one adopted. I have five siblings. And I was raised from day one to know you were adopted. We picked you. Whoever you know brought you into this earth loved you enough to give you up. So I have always walked around with that sense of uh, just gratitude of being adopted and you know saying hey no matter what i know that somebody cared enough about me to give me up and it's just been a joy so i can see that it from your standpoint giving up a child has to be terribly terribly hard but there is that person on the other end of the world wherever they are that is blessed by it yes that's for sure i look forward to meeting her someday <laughs> yeah, I hope so too for you. Well, so, you know, you, you, uh, I think that's a great honesty that you have too, that, you know, sometimes we go through these things in life that on a personal level really shape us and can be things that are shaping us not in the right direction, a little bit of self-destruction. And, and uh, when you find the path to move out of it and, and gain yourself back, you find a whole new person in that mix. And so I always talk about it as, you know, as you're finding and developing yourself or cultivating yourself, that there's different ways that we stand out or we try to stand out. So tell me a little bit about, you know, with what you do right now, I know you speak, you, you, um, you know, you work with people in coaching situations, but how do you try to stand out yourself today in this business and as yourself as a human being to, you know, make sure that, that, uh, that you stand on your own? When I hear that word uh, stand out, it makes me think of, um, you know, making me the focus and how we can stand out in this day and age of whatever our technology, whatever our um, ethics that are going around in our country, the way we stand out is going to be to be humble. 
and uh, because that's completely different from what um, what the world teaches. But a couple of other ways that I stand out is being ahead of technology and uh, <laughs> just uh, getting on uh, and recording this together was a challenge trying to get the audio to work. But um, you know, currently, um, I don't want to date uh, everything, but you know, being ahead of uh, social media. Um, learning just currently learning how to work Facebook stories so that's going to be kind of the, the the rage for the next maybe two three ten years um, hire others to do what I cannot uh, there's no reason why we should be doing our laundry if it, it if it's a, a grudge especially if you've got lots of kids um, there's no reason why we should be doing the dishes or cleaning our house if we don't have to one of the things um, that I stayed ahead of and hired was, of course, um, all of the book designing things. Um, you obviously are in that process as well, but um, hiring people to, to to create your book cover, to create your social media, and um, create your logo and do your promoting for you because those things are over my head. So those are the ways that I can stay ahead of technology. That's very good. And it's, it is important. I'm, I'm facing that within my business right now as well as I've been hiring people and trying to take um, steps forward because, you know, you can just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. <laughs> and if you try to do everything, you'll have those kind of results that they'll be watered down, you know, trying to do everything and be all things to all people. Eventually something has to give. So let's talk though a little bit more about you know, the message in your book, you know, cultivating your character, as well as you talked about becoming yourself at a new level means you've got to hone your skills. You've got to practice certain things that help you to find your confidence, that increase your skill base, all those elements. So what does that mean for you? What do, what do you work on to continue to hone and develop who you are? Continuing. Um creating good self-talk, or actually I should say excellent self-talk, is uh, something that needs to be done every day. Um, but in the past, the skills I've honed was overcoming the fear of speaking. The big joke is people fear speaking uh, over death, which means if you go to a funeral, someone would rather be in the casket than uh, doing the eulogy. So um, overcoming that fear of being in front of people. And then one of the last things, oh, probably in the last year and a half or so, is hearing your own voice. Um, when we record ourselves, when we hear ourselves speak, the hardest part is pushing record. Uh, and then the second hardest part is pushing play and listening to, to ourselves and really uh, nitpicking, not horribly negative, but seeing where we can improve on ourselves. And then um, I, I always tell my story of... Um, something that we can improve upon every year reviewing that and that's something i go over in my book is uh habits that we can choose and you can choose um, a character trait you could choose um, a fruit of the spirit that you wanted to choose uh, work on that year but one year i chose peace because that's what i wanted to improve on over everything else and peace peace of mind in finances in family in relationships it just works all over the place when you have one specific um, habit or character trait that you're working on, whether it's a year or a quarter, um, and you focus on it, you write things about it, you research things about it, it comes to pass in your life. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, you, what you practice becomes what you are. It, you bring it into being. I had a, I'm kind of looking up, you can't see it, but I, I left it up here on my walls for me to reflect on, is in 2017, October of 2017, through for one full year, I practiced what I call the year of the gold star. And 
So I give myself, literally, I still do, I give myself a gold star, uh, <laughs> foil ones, every day when I do three things. I have to be active for at least 30 minutes. I have to write in my journal and I have to meditate. And when I do those three things, I give myself a gold star, which has, you know, a great emotional benefit to it. But it is what brings me a sense of balance. And when I started doing that, I found that all these other pieces of my life became better connected because of the balance that I was getting in that. So it really is, is something that to me, I'm not great at all the time right now as I was during that year. I think I only missed 17 stars in a whole year, but it is something that I know that if I don't do, there's a price to be paid. If I do, there's a great benefit. And that's what I, I think it's important for people to think, especially if they're trying to reach a new level of potential is, what are those things that I need to do to develop and practice them every single day? Amen. And we miss that as adults. I think that's the hardest part of adulting is missing those gold stars, getting that recognition. And we've got to do it ourselves. We really do. <laughs> yeah. I know it's, it's funny. And people, when they come into my home or they come and see the office, they're like, you really actually have those up. And my stars are that I had on the, the big wall were these kind of yellow and gold puffy ones. So they're like, there's they're spongy, they're fun. And that, that adulting part is the, the child was able to come through in something that was very adult focused, but, but the, the gamification of it made it very, very fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> so I think that also talks a little bit about how we operate every day in terms of trying to reach our ultimate potential. But I think there's always other things along the way. So I always talk about whether or not we cultivate people and opportunities that help us to get to that level of potential. So when you think about your life, your business, your focus, what kind of people and opportunity do you try and make sure you are around that, you, that you've used to help increase your potential? Oh, um, obviously being encouraging and uh, finding encouraging people. And then uh, a great habit to develop is um, complimenting others. Uh, going back to the very basics when I was in my network marketing business, it was scary for me to even approach somebody, say, in the grocery store. I mean, I could make a, a snide comment and make some kind of you know, funny humor just in you know, the situation. But the, the, I think it's three or four is smile, give, say hi, give someone a compliment. And then once you've mastered those, then it becomes simpler to hand them a business card and uh, introduce yourself and ask if they want to you know, try your product or whatever it is. So it makes it a little easier that way. Um, of course, my book focuses on virtues, Benjamin Franklin's 13 virtues, but they're, they're you know, like I said, the character traits and um, encouraging people and doing it myself, you know, making the me mechanic work on her own car, choose one to two to focus on every year. And like I said earlier, read, read, review, and study that area. Very good. So the more, the more you have your eyes towards it, the more you're going to not only provide those opportunities for yourself, but you're going to end up with people around you that are of the same mindset. Exactly. Very good. Well, we're going to take a quick break here to hear from our sponsor, and we have been talking to Deanna Beckett, and we will be right back. So we are back again with Deanna Beckett. Deanna, this is, 
I wanted to ask you a question that's a little off script because you were talking a little bit about network marketing and, and I know a number of my listeners, there's a lot of them that are either doing something like that or have contemplated that, you know, every once in a while I'll talk a little bit about the side hustle, you know, what, what you do to help income opportunities. But I think many people are still a little intimidated by different network marketing. So, you know, what, what ones were you involved with and what, what kind of benefits did you get from them? Uh, my very first one, and I was involved with uh, have pretty full-time, um, was Mary Kay for about 17 years. So excellent training, excellent um, self-confident builder. Um, I learned how to uh, assess myself with the DISC personality profile. I just you know, spoke on that yesterday with an event and um, just continuing to you know, feed your mind. So that's the first one that I uh, started with. Uh, it works for, um, oh, I don't know, about six or seven years. And then I'm, I'm dabbling in another one, which is new, but uh, trying to focus on my, on my speaking and, um, and uh, book sales. But um, it's amazing what being involved in those businesses build your confidence. There are so many people that get involved wanting that glitz and glamour or being on stage or being number one. But the biggest thing is that self-confidence building that it creates. So whether it creates you know, instant income or future income, is almost insignificant to the, the, the inner that it creates for people. Uh, what other things did you want to know about that? I was. No, that's really it. I think what you hit on though, that I think is very important is that if there's training available to you through any mechanism, so whether it's through a network marketing business, it's online training, it's watching Ted talks, that that kind of, going after, you know, tackling learning opportunities to strengthen yourself. I think those are what really get us to the next level of our potential, no matter what we're doing. Exactly. Um, I encouraged people at our event yesterday uh, to continue reading, never stop growing, never stop learning, and always be seeking opportunities like podcasts, like um, live events. You know, everybody's personality is different if they like to attend live or listen to recording, but you get so much more when you do uh, attend live events. So keep seeking them out for sure. Absolutely. And there's so, there are so many. I mean, we live in a world where we have access to information in a way that we never had. And the question is, do we use our powers for good or do we use them for evil? <laughs> do we use them to make ourselves feel bad because we don't have as many likes on our Instagram post or do we use them because it gives us opportunity to access more information uh, rapidly that, that, you know, we, that just can take us to those next levels. Exactly. And knowing that we can buy likes doesn't make any difference. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> Isn't I interesting? I, I did a, uh, a, a, I boosted a Facebook post on my business, uh, uh, program because I've got a, a training, several different trainings that I'm doing on various parts of the country. But I put the picture of my hair when I got this hair done and I boosted it. And I was, I had like, I don't know, 2000 likes. It was crazy. And I went, I can't even keep up with this. This is just exhausting. It is great. But at the same time, that, that's, I don't, I'm overwhelmed, but at least they like my hair. <laughs> I might have to put some more color in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> It's easy. You can just also buy some spray paint and add it in there. So <laughs> tell me as, as we, uh, we're, we're getting close to the end here, but I, I always want to know about whether or not people really truly know their own worth and know their value. So as we try and strive for new levels of 
potential. I think it's important that we do so with knowing what our worth is and knowing what our value is. So what does that mean to you? How, have, how has knowing or maybe even uh, having to learn your value or worth helped you to reach your potential? Well, of course, um, knowing your value and worth is gonna come from what you feed your mind. Um, it's like a seed planted in the ground. Um, we can feed that seed, um, our Facebook uh, fights, our Snapchat snarls, our Twitter twaddle, and it's not it's going to grow a bunch of gnarly weeds but um when you feed it good stuff just like we were talking you know seeking out uh positive motivational things to be uh, focusing on and then um talking to ourselves making sure we're controlling that inner monologue with positive words i was just sharing some um, power words at an event the other day it says i have strength power conviction and confidence i mean if you don't repeat that to yourself every day and and uh just kind of perk up uh there's something wrong but you know, once I accepted and understood that I am worthy of greatness and worthy of promotion, worthy of favor, and everybody is, there's enough to go around, then I began to attract all of those things into my life. So what we focus on, we bring, uh, what we plant in our mind, we bring. If I am uh, getting down on myself for not having enough likes <laughs> or um, somebody negative posts on one of my posts and they're just in a cranky mood, and I bring that internally, then I start to stew and fester on that. So if I just go in and go, oh, click delete, and not even focus on that negative whatever and focus on all the other positives, uh, then I will be back on track to focus on um, you know, knowing I'm worthy and have favor. It is so true. As you were talking, I was thinking about a story that was on CBS Sunday morning a couple weeks ago. And I don't know if you watched that, but I... I love to watch it. I watch it every Sunday because it's mostly all good news stories. You know, everything is, has a positive focus. But this, uh, they started out the episode with sharing a story from a family whose teenage daughter killed herself. And it was very uh, interesting because this gal was straight A student. She was the head of this and that. She was, you know, uh, she was into sports. She was, everything that she did was... Uh, was you could see a smile on her face. She was always laughing. She was always, she seemed so bubbly. And that was what she showed the world. But after she took her life, they, her parents found her journals and they were filled with statements. I am ugly. I am stupid. I am horrible. I, I am, I'm never going to make it. And the, the, the dichotomy of that of what you present to the outside world versus what you're saying to yourself internally. If you say great things and you continue to say great things, you, even if you don't believe them in the beginning, you will start to believe them because that becomes the power of, of the, the word that you're internalizing. But at the same time, any of those things that take you down the other path can take you there very quickly as well. Yeah, and sometimes we have to, uh, I like the, the title of yours, Shock Your Potential. Sometimes we have to shock our subconscious with power words. Um, when we talk about, like those words that I mentioned, I have strength, power, conviction, and confidence, and you know you don't have confidence, your subconscious is going to go, no, you don't. But then uh, you just keep doing it morning and night, and then you ask the question at night before you go to bed, how am I full of confidence? And your subconscious sits and stews on that each and every moment while you're sleeping instead of having such, you know, nasty negative dreams or whatever, you know, that you wake up from. So shocking your subconscious is really helpful. 
I like it. That's great. Well, let me ask you this too. Uh, what's, what's next for you? What kind of next level potential are you striving for? What's, what's the next thing on your agenda? Oh, gaining more stage time. Like I said, we just finished up an event yesterday or this weekend. It was uh, great to hear other speakers as well and uh, practice our own skills. Um, I want to travel around the world and speak around the world and keep staying humble with it rather than, you know, taking it on as an egotistical thing. But reaching people, um, sharing the message that I just shared here mm -hmm. and um, just reminding everybody that they are worth it and we just have to shock their subconscious. I like it. Now you're going to be using it. <laughs> well, before we get into our last thoughts for the audience, uh, I know we'll have all of your show notes with all your contact information, but if somebody wants to look you up right now, what's the best way for them to find you? Easiest way, probably DeannaBeckett.com. Deanna is two N's. Beckett is one T. Fairly simple. <laughs> and uh, there's a contact spot in there. Um, if they need to email me, of course, it's DeannaBeckett at gmail.com. Very simple to grab there, too. Excellent. Well, before we leave, do you have any uh, last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners? Uh, always. <laughs> Someone says, do you have any more words? Always. <laughs> we, have to, we have to turn it off. But yes, um, I wanted to say that, you know, God has excellent plans for your life. You know, it may seem bleak, but you have put, been put here for a reason. And we cannot control our circumstances. You cannot control your circumstances, but you can control your reaction to your circumstances. So keep planting seeds and keep feeding those seeds. Excellent, um, excellent things, excellent words, excellent um, uh, words and books. There we go. Wonderful. I appreciate it. Deanna, it was a pleasure talking with you. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much. And I look forward to staying in touch. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and like our podcast. And for more information, find us at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com.